The following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Iron Realm, Chapter 36 The Fall of the Unicorn Girl. It had happened so fast. The Beastmen, the Axe. There wasn't any way the Unicorn Girl could have survived it. It had hurtled down into her heart, and it had killed her. Every moment in the maze was violence, and in the end, did it not always come to this? Silence befell the tribes. No one spoke. Nim and Twyla knelt beside their sister, and their quiet tears fell upon her face. Nora stood by like a sentinel as they tended to the girl who would never rise again. Twyla hugged her little sister one last time, and then Nim. In the tradition of the maze, they each took jet-black strands from her head, clutching these close to their hearts, before weaving them into braids with their own hair. There was a prayer from Len, though it was hurried, and moments later, the group had descended upon Sira's small form, which was not yet rigid or cold, and they went to work at once, salvaging her gear, her weapons, her clothes. They had barely finished before sounds from behind echoed through the halls again. Their attackers were returning, perhaps with allies. There was no more time to lose. Nora moved Sira to the side of the passage and closed her eyes, leaving her body in a way that might have seemed peaceful, if not for the gash in her chest. Quietly, Nora crossed her sister's arms over the wound, bent low, and kissed her on the forehead one last time, before she and the others, without ever looking back, fled again into the maze. I greet thee, travelers. We have lost another of our own, the young one, Sira. There is a void within us that may never be filled following her passing. Still, it is good that you are here here, open your hand. She would have wanted you to have this. It's a lock of her hair. Take it.
and remember. And if you'd like to say a few words, take as long as you need at the website and share your remembrances under the comments for chapter 36. Now, let's keep going. The goblins still have her mother, and we need to get her back. It's what Sira would have wanted. The Iron Realm, copyright A. Lenzo, is an extreme reimagining of the fantasy setting and can be found at theironrealm.com and theironrealm.blogspot.com. Tribal Matters. Sira has closed her eyes for the last time as her sisters grieve. Her clothing and gear are taken, packed into sacks to be carried by Nim. Treya is down, for her body was badly marked by the beastmen's axes, yet the healers are able to stop the bleeding. And so, the elf will survive. Len volunteers to take Treya the rest of the way, and so the elven woman is tied to Len's back, with Treya's legs around Len's waist, and with Len's hands holding fast beneath her haunches as they proceed into the maze. The wounded of the group are as follows. Soul is 5 out of 8, Treya negative 5 out of 5, Stockholm 9 out of 10, Len 1 out of 6, Tamek 4 out of 6, Iona, 4 out of 8, Paola, 3 out of 8, Nora, 5 out of 9, Twyla, 3 out of 6, and Nim, 3 out of 6. From lack of food and water, the group suffers a minus 2 to hits, damage, and movement, whilst those afflicted by the malady take yet an additional minus 1. Their move is reduced to only 10 feet, and their spells are as follows. Amazar, Door Denial, Orson, Invisible Shield, Lilena, Sea Magic. Of those afflicted, Tamek is worst, in the catatonic state. Those delirious of their number include Kailana, Stockholm, Bardar, Orson, Iona, and Paola, all of whom have been tied up gagged and knocked out in order to prevent their voices from drawing down more creatures as they penetrate the maze. Twyla, Nim, and Nora are experiencing the first signs of the malady, fever, and a rattled cough. The group has also taken command of five goblin captives who they have blindfolded, gagged, and tied so that they can neither call for help, nor can they know the location of the secret door which is known to the Uname. Their marching order has been reorganized. There are two goblins in the front, one who carries gear, 
one who carries the unconscious Iona, threatening them from behind. There is Twyla, and also Nora. Behind Twyla is Amazar, who carries Kailana. And behind Nora, there is Lelena, who is tasked with carrying Temek. Behind them, a captive goblin carrying Orson, and a captive goblin carrying Paola. These goblins are threatened from behind by Len and Kana. Len, who is blind, is given instruction by Kana whilst also carrying Treya upon her back. Behind them, a goblin carrying Bardar, and behind that goblin bringing up the rear is Solus in his plate mail armor carrying Stockholm and Nim, the healer, with her hammer and a torch. The secret door is but a short distance away, and all of them pray to make it before they are attacked again. Roaming creatures checks through 8 o'clock. At position 4336, the group has reached a U-turn, yet the torch reveals a series of intricately carved glyphs upon the wall. Nim comes to the front and examines it, searching all of the symbols for the secret catch, which will open the hidden door. Yet hidden ahead of them and around the corner, a secret threat lies in wait. I'm going to give Kana a listen check. She fails. And one for Lilena. A two. The elf hears something around the corner and notifies the group immediately. Let's see what it is. The group is able to prepare themselves with their weapons. They have disturbed a nest of spitting cobras. And the thin gray snake confronts them coming around the corner and towards the door. The group has reached the secret door, and yet they've one last challenge to face before they can at last steal inside. Secrets of the Maze Master, Maze Master, Maze Master. What follows on tonight's Secrets of the Maze Master is one episode of a seven-part series on character stats within the Iron Realm. They are not a part of the Character 8 game experience, but are given as a reference to all those Maze Masters out there who may well be running their own Solitaire Games Part 4 Constitution Constitution rules a character's life points and those life points granted each character level are adjusted according to the Constitution penalty or bonus. Although characters stop getting a Constitution adjustment to life points at level 10 or level 9 for halflings, Prior to this, the adjustment is applied at every level and can be retroactively changed 
Should constitution rise or fall too much? A character with a 3 or lower constitution gets a minus 3 penalty to life points. A character with a 4 to a 5, a minus 2. A character with a 6 to 8, a minus 1. While a character with a 13 to 15 constitution will get a bonus of 1, a 16 to 17, a bonus of 2, 18, a bonus of 3, 19, a bonus of 4 to life points for each level. Note that despite penalties, a character will always gain at least one life point per character level. Constitution may come into play at other times as well, for example while checking for exhaustion or when trying to recover from disease. Follow the Maze Master on Twitter. Or join the conversation at hashtag the Iron Realm. Learn of every show as soon as it is released. Stay connected with the living pulse of the realm in real time. The Maze Master is waiting. I'll see you there. Uh. Bardar is a male halfling fighter, age 50, with almond skin, black eyes, and black hair. Bardar stands 4 feet tall and weighs 85 pounds, strength 10, dexterity 10, constitution 14, charisma 10, intelligence 13, wisdom 14. Bardar is level 1 and possesses 7 life points. His preferred armor is plate mail. His preferred weapon, any kind of sword. Homeland, the Iron Realm. Description Bardar is usually dressed in full plate mail, greaves, boots, and all the regalia. He is not especially muscled. But Bardar projects a definite presence. This halfling possesses almond brown skin, black hair, a well-kempt beard and mustache, and two strong black eyes. Personality A hard man, Bardar has made himself like the honed edge of the blade. Bardar is direct and focused always on the mission this halfling quickly cuts through pleasantries in favor of strategy, tactics, and survival-minded work. Though capable of leadership from his many years defending the Citadel and because of his own innate intuition, Bardar prefers to leave that task to others, taking often for himself the position of second in command. 
combat. Bardar considers battle to be his responsibility and enters it always without question, indecision, or fear. It is common in combat to see Bardar issuing orders to others, especially the triplets Iona, Paola, and Kana, who consider him to be their direct superior. Bardar possesses a strong sense of tactics. The Citadel there is a stronghold some miles distant, which has attracted the support and loyalty of a handful of humans and demi-humans. The Citadel has become a rallying point for those few who discovered it, and its master decided that it might one day serve as a safe haven for humans and their allies on a more substantial scale, as a fortified town from which his race might gain a foothold in the Iron Realm. Bardar happened upon that oasis some years ago, and the master, after discovering his skill with the sword, accepted him into the patrol, and later assigned him the rank of captain. Bardar was also trusted with special missions that went deeper into the maze, and usually these missions were for the purpose of recovering potential citizens for the Citadel. Those brought out of danger were all too eager to pledge their allegiance to the Master. Bardar formed ties with the wizard Amazar and the fighter Tormaeus, and the three of them learned how to work as a team. One fateful day, the Master revealed to them the location of his own daughter, who had been trapped far away in one of the most dangerous levels of the maze. In order to recover her, a journey had to be made of twenty miles through deadly territory. A group was assembled, and Amazar was assigned as their leader. The journey was not to be without fatalities. Following an especially devious encounter with the Wraiths of Hydama, Amazar and Bardar were nearly drained of their lives before an escape could be found. Current. Unlike the wizard, Bardar dreams of the citadel less and less, contenting himself with the protection of the girls and of his new tribe mates from the tribe of Solus and the tribe of Kai. To him, it is all the same, but he will follow the mission where it leads. He has found a halfling brother, and he is satisfied with the chance to explore. In the citadel, Barter had been in one place for too long anyway. In these new tunnels, indeed, what new challenges would rise to face him? Legendary Powers The first seven paths are well known, yet beyond these there lie many secret paths. Seek and follow these as well, and allow your legendary power to achieve new heights never before imagined. The ninth path 
battle against hunger. In the Iron Realm, the tribe is ever at the mercy of starvation. Yet this evil exists upon the earth as well. For every one dollar food donation you make to a person or family in need, you may award yourself two ranks of renown in the game. If you have instead volunteered in food service at a local food cupboard or otherwise fed someone in need, award yourself ten ranks of renown for every hour that you have given to the cause. The strong must look after the weak do so, and be you rewarded. I thank you for your compassion. The group is at position 4336, on level 1 Alpha of the maze. The tribes are outside of a secret door where they have just been attacked by a spitting cobra. The snake bobs its head from side to side, hissing. Twyla and Nora have weapons drawn, but the snake is coming in quick. Round one, initiative. The Cobra, a two. The Tribes, a six. They will strike first against the Snake. The Snake has an armor value of seven, so Nora would normally need an eleven, but she's suffering a minus three penalty because of the malady and because of lack of food and water. I will give her an additional minus four penalty for she must dodge through the two goblin captives in order to hit the snake. She needs an eight. With a nine, she misses. Twyla follows up with her hammer and she needs a 19. 15. It is too difficult to hit the snake by dodging through the goblins. Meanwhile, the snake retaliates with a choice of four targets. It goes against the first goblin, attempting to bite him. It needs an 8 against the goblin's armor value of 7. Since the goblin is blind, the snake has a great advantage. Nat 20. The snake strikes for 4 points of damage, though the goblin is still standing with a point remaining. The goblin must now save versus poison. And with a 19, the goblin has done so. Round 2, the group. A 1, the snake. A 6. The snake again has a choice of 4 targets. With a 5, it continues to attack the goblin, needing an 8. 13. With a 20, the goblin has saved against death by poison. However, the spitting cobra has attached itself to his jugular, and the goblin is soon dead. As the goblin gurgles and goes down, Nora attacks the snake, who no longer has the same cover. She needs a 16. 10. 
Twyla follows up with her hammer, needing a 17. A 5. They accidentally slice and bludgeon the goblin instead as the snake retreats quickly. Round 3 initiative. The snake. A 6. The group. A 1. Twyla and Nora continue to make use of the remaining goblin for cover. The snake has a choice of three targets. It goes for the remaining goblin. 18. The goblin is struck. And a point of damage is dealt to it. This is the goblin carrying Iona. And the snake's venom begins to seep in. The goblin fails its save. And the beast can feel its body begin to slow. Let's find out how fast-acting this poison is. Time to consult the charts. Looks like the goblin will be dead inside of 10 minutes, but probably enough to survive the fight. Nora moves to the other side of the goblin, canceling her own cover, but canceling the snakes as well. She needs a 14. 11. Twyla does the same, and she needs a 15. 16. Her hammer clips the snake for a point of damage. Meanwhile, Amazar has an opportunity to throw his dagger into the melee. He is not good with missiles, but he has a bonus for the short range. With all penalties considered, he needs a 16. A 4. His dagger flies wide. Round 4. The snake. 5. The group. A 2. The snake has a bravery of 7 and must now check. 4. The snake stands its ground. It has 3 targets. And it goes after Nora. And the snake needs a 17. Nat 20. Somehow the snake manages to bite her ankle at a weak point. It totals two points of damage. And she must make a death save by poison. 16. Nora shrugs off the effect and keeps fighting. Needing a 14, she swings. 14! And she takes the snake's head off with a fell swoop. The snake has been defeated. 13 level points for the level point pool. The group quickly gets a look around the corner and sees that there is a clutch of eggs there which they greedily gather. The dead snake is taken too as the group moves in to the secret room on the other side, the cobalt barracks. The group gets inside quickly with the door closing behind them, and it is not long before the poisoned goblin is dead. Those heavily burdened amongst their number, upon coming into the room, set down their companions, and those tied to the goblins are released as well. The gags on their allies are removed, but not the ropes. It must be known that they are well in the mind again before this precaution can be removed. Kana attempts to extricate poison from the remains of the snake. Dexterity check? She succeeds. 
The poison dagger is given to Amazar, and the group goes to work at once, spiking both doors into place. The normal door at the south, as well as the secret door. Strips of leather are also used to seal any possible entry beneath the doors. At least we're behind closed doors for the night, says Solus. Let's take a moment to honor our young one, Sira, who wasn't able to make it here with us, as well as our friend is Echo and Kai, who we have left behind to the maze. With this, the group takes their rest, and they do hope that here, behind the secret door, they shall have some reprieve from those who hunt them in the maze. Yet, will this new region bring dangers of its own? Find out next time on the next episode of the Iron Realm. Play hard or go home! Iron Realm! I'll watch the doors while you sleep.